Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Friday, February the 10th, and happy 49th birthday to actress Elizabeth Banks. I'm Doug Harding, and here are your top stories presented by Mall of Georgia Dodge Jeep Chrysler. Human remains found near Highway 316 were those of a missing teenage girl. Gwinnett County is holding a hazardous waste collection event Saturday, and we get our sports update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. We'll have all of this and more on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees of Kia Mall of Georgia, and asked them what makes Kia Mall of Georgia different. We are family-owned and operated. Um, we have been here for going on 29 years. We take everything to heart here, and um, all of our hard work is what we put into it as a family. Not every other business has that. Been here in Buford for 25 years, selling cars to anyone that wants one. The reasons why you would come to a small family-owned dealership, you get that sort of family experience. Kia Mall of Georgia, making a difference in the lives of their customers. Go see them on the lot at 4180 Buford Drive in Buford or visit them online at kiamallofgeorgia.com. Gwinnett police said the human remains located Monday on Georgia Highway 316 near the Barrow County line were identified as Susanna Morales, a 16-year-old who went missing from Norcross last summer. Police said the remains were discovered around 6.30 Monday evening off Highway 316 between Downing Creek and the Barrow County line. Morales was reported as missing on July 26, 2022, police said. A passerby discovered the human remains in the woods on Monday and called police. Detectives and CSI responded to the scene, according to police officials, and the Gwinnett Medical Examiner's Office took possession of the remains, identifying them as Morales. Detectives are investigating the manner and cause of death of Morales. Gwinnett Clean and Beautiful and the Gwinnett County Department of Water Resources will hold a Household Hazardous Waste Collection Day on Saturday, giving county residents an opportunity to safely dispose of household waste items that are dangerous and requires careful handling. The collection day will be held from 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. at the Gwinnett County Fairgrounds, which is located at 2405 Sugarloaf Parkway in Lawrenceville. Residents will be able to bring hazardous household waste items to the fairgrounds and drop them off for free during the event. During the biannual Household Hazardous Waste Collection Days in 2022, 161,874 pounds of hazardous materials were dropped off by 1,422 Gwinnett residents. Those materials were diverted from ending up in landfills because of the events. The long list of materials that people can drop off during the event ranges from automotive fluids, auto batteries, pesticides, cooking oil, grease to mercury, paint strippers, cleaners, spray paint, and flammable fluids. All the nations sitting on a blanket, having a picnic, the picnic of the world. There's Holland and there's Poland and there's Iceland and there's Thailand. There's England and there's Scotland and America, that's my land. In all cultures, food is a way to connect with others when it's shared. The meal is a staple feature that encourages understanding, cooperation, and togetherness. Georgia Gwinnett College is harnessing that concept to celebrate its differences and to promote diversity, equity, and inclusion in the higher education space through a series of dinners that began February 1st. The dinners will continue weekly through March 2nd. Each week, a different school within the college will host the dinners featuring guest speakers from GGC and the community. Each speaker will discuss topics 
topics such as inclusive education practices, challenges, activism, and advocacy, and creating an inclusive mindset in dealing with generational differences. Dr. Maria Fernandez attended the first dinner where the guest speaker, Dr. Marshall Shepard from the University of Georgia, led a discussion about inequities associated with climate change. She thought it was a great first step towards introducing diverse perspectives on various topics. Gwinnett residents David Post has spent more than half of his life in law enforcement, and for the past quarter century, he's been dedicated to providing assistance to the families of police officers who are killed in the line of duty. The Sewanee resident established his own security company in 1973 and served as a sworn reserve deputy for the Gwinnett County Sheriff's Office from 1974 until his retirement in 2021. He currently serves as chairman for Care for Cops, which was established in 1999 by the Metropolitan Atlanta Crime Commission and is now a nonprofit serving law enforcement families in Georgia. Post said to this date, Care for Cops has provided assistance for more than 90 families. He noted that while assistance is immediate, it's also short term, although certain situations might involve additional benefits. In the early years of Care for Cops, fundraisers consisted of police-escorted motorcycle rides from Stone Mountain to Lake Lanier Islands, where a day of activities, competitions, food, and music were offered. After a few years, the nonprofit raised money through golf tournaments, and Care for Cops' present fundraising tool is 5K Races. The next Care for Cops 5K is set for 8 a.m. on Saturday, March 25th at the Suwannee Town Center. Another 5K is scheduled for September. It's almost Valentine's Day, and love is in the air. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy with Peggy Slappy Properties. My team and I have been playing matchmaker for 40 years in Gwinnett County. We've been matching home sellers and home buyers to make their dreams come true. We can make yours come true as well. Give us a call at 770-271-5555 or find us online at psponline.com. Whether buying, selling, financing, relocating, investing, or any other number of services, our team of dedicated, experienced professionals are here to serve you. Choose the best. Everyone is worried about inflation, and for many on a fixed income, Tom M. Wages Funeral Service Prefunding Funeral Prearrangements allows you to beat inflation. Because we put your money in a trust, Tom M. Wages is able to guarantee your family will not have to pay the future costs of goods and services, regardless of how much it increases in the future. Prices will always go up. A sure way to save money and beat inflation is to prefund your prearranged funeral today. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a family four-pack of tickets to Fernbank Museum. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets for Fernbank. And now community reporter Matt Golden gives us our Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. 
Hey, Gwinnett Sports fans, community reporter Matt Golden Will Hammock will be back with us next week. But for this week, I'll be your host on a tour around Gwinnett Sports. So first off, we have North Gwinnett naming Eric Godfrey as head coach. Less than two weeks after stepping down at Parkview, Eric Godfrey is a Gwinnett head football coach again. Godfrey was announced Tuesday as the new head coach at North Gwinnett, replacing the outgoing Bill Stewart, who left to become an analyst on the Georgia Tech coaching staff. As we touched on last week, Godfrey had resigned from Parkview about two weeks ago and, as Will mentioned, was probably going to stay in Gwinnett County, but the two sides could not make it official until Tuesday when Gwinnett Public Schools' school-to-school transfer window opened. Before taking the North job, Godfrey had deep ties to Parkview, which was his alma mater. He was a Parkview assistant from 1999 to 2003 when the Panthers won a state record 46 straight games and three straight state titles from 2000 to 2002 and spent the last nine seasons as the head coach of the Lilburn School going 70 and 37. He won two region titles in that span and led three of his teams to state quarterfinals including one final four team. Parkview features a large number of Georgia's top underclassmen recruits and figures to be one of the state's top teams next season, but Godfrey couldn't pass up the opportunity at North. A 1994 Parkview grad who played his college football at Presbyterian, Godfrey spent 10 years as the head coach at Loganville before being hired at Parkview to replace legendary coach Cecil Flo. His wife Janelle was formerly the head volleyball coach at Parkview and his daughter Jordan, a 2021 Parkview grad, and Brooke, a Parkview senior, played volleyball for the school. The couple's youngest child, son Jacob, is a rising ninth grader who plays football. While Godfrey said he wasn't looking to leave Parkview when North reached out, the timing works out well for his family with his middle daughter graduating Parkview and in May and his youngest son entering high school in August. And last weekend, Wesleyan's swimming and diving team swept the Class AAA-A state championships last Saturday night at Georgia Tech's Macaulay Aquatic Center. The Wolves claimed the girls' state title with 300 points, finishing ahead of runner-up St. Vincent's Academy, finishing ahead of runner-up St. Vincent's Academy's 282. Whitfield Academy was a distant third at 215. Hebron Christian's girls with five swimmers tied for 11th with 70 points. Points. Wesleyan boys scored 252 points to top second place Whitfield Academy with 235 and North Cobb Christian had 203. Providence Christian boys featuring just four swimmers took fourth with 193 points. Hattie Wasmuth starred for the Wesleyan girls with two individual state championships, the 200-yard individual medley in 2 minutes and 6.03 seconds and the 500 freestyle in 5 minutes 10 point nine three seconds she joined vivian hosier ansley chapman and caroline stewart on a state title winning 400 free relay team wesleyan's boys team won both the 200 free relay and the 400 free relay the 200 free relay featured the foursome of ray hallman paul weedle henry wasmuth and max perry while the 400 free team was hallman wasmuth perry and jj neeb for more on Gwinnett County Sports, please head over to GwinnettPrepSports.com. For the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast, I'm community reporter Matt Golden. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. Tis no man. Tis a remorseless eating machine. Arr. 
Pesh is a newest restaurant at the Forum Peachtree Corners. The restaurant's located at 5155 Peachtree Parkway, Suite 320, Peachtree Corners, in the former location of Grace 1720. The restaurant will have a soft opening this week with the official ribbon-cutting ceremony scheduled for today. The restaurant is self-described as modern coastal and will emphasize fresh seafood entrees. They'll continue to refine the menu this week, but included with the restaurant photos is a draft of the menu to give you an idea of what will be offered. The restaurant group behind Pesh is the same that opened Stage Petri Corners in 2021. Gwinnett County officials will apply for two U.S. Department of Transportation raise grants worth up to $25 million each for mobility projects in the Gwinnett Place Mall area. County commissioners voted on Tuesday to apply for the grants, which would be collectively worth $50 million. The raise grants are available under the bipartisan infrastructure law that went into effect last year. One grant would help cover much of the cost to expand the Gwinnett Place Transit Center. The other grant would cover a significant portion of the cost for a multi-use path that will connect the soon-to-be-developed Gwinnett Place Mall property with McDaniel Farm Park. The grants are part of the ongoing efforts to revitalize the Gwinnett Place area. The county finalized the purchase of most of area's namesake mall in 2021, and plans are on the table for a mixed-use redevelopment that would include a cultural center, existing and new retail, green space, and residential uses, among other amenities. The county has also been planning to overhaul and expand its transit center at the mall for years, gradually acquiring land for that project. If Gwinnett's grant application concerning the center is approved, the U.S. Department of Transportation will provide $25 million for the project, while the county would provide a local match of $6.25 million. Don't miss the Gwinnett County Public Schools Job Fair, Saturday, March 4th from 8 a.m. to noon at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth. Gwinnett County Public Schools is hiring for all positions, including teachers, para-pros, bus drivers, custodians, food services, and all professional positions. That's the GCPS Job Fair, March 4th from 8 a.m. to noon. Visit gcpsk12.org jobs for more details. From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County Government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know that over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or your Google Home Briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.